The great thing about being an entrepreneur is that you're your own boss. You make your own rules. You can do whatever you want to do. The challenge of being an entrepreneur is that you're your own boss. You make your own rules and you can do whatever you want to do. And the problem can be sometimes you don't know what to do. In fact, you may be making mistakes right now in your business and don't even know that you're making mistakes and you don't even know how they're hurting you. So here's what I did. I went and made a list of the 13 most common mistakes I see in entrepreneurs every single day, and I'm going to share them with you and how to fix them completely for free. All you had to do is go to workonmygame.com. That's workonmygame.com. Put your email address in on that page, and I'm going to share with you the top 13 mistakes entrepreneurs make, why they make them, and how to fix them all in one place. Just go to workonmygame.com. I will tell you how to fix the biggest mistakes you may be making in your business right now and are not even aware that you're making them. And we're going to fix them all in the same spot. And this will take you less than 40 minutes. Go to workonmygame.com right now and let's fix the problems that you may not even know that you have. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out. And leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I send out a daily motivation text every single morning that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. And I promise you, you want to receive this message. All you have to do to join my text community is to text me at my number, 305-384-6894. Once you join, we'll tell you all your options for how often you can get text by us and all of that. Just text me at the number 305-384-6894 to get that daily motivation. Most people are much more driven by their emotions than they are by their rational, logical thinking. Dayallday.com. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. The reason most people don't reach their goals in life is not because they never ask themselves what they want. Most of you do that. It's not because they're not willing to do the work. Most of you do a whole lot of that. It's because they never ask themselves the third key question, which is, who do I need to be? I wrote a book called The Mirror of Motivation that is all about asking and answering that question of and for yourself. That's why it's called The Mirror of Motivation. In that book, you're going to learn who you need to be as a person so that you can go get into that right energy, then do what you need to do, and then you'll be able to reach your goals and have what you want to have. And that sounds like the missing link in your process. And let me give you a hint. It is the missing link in your process. I'll give you a free copy of the Mirror of Motivation. All you have to do is cover the shipping and just go to mirrorofmotivation.com. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. I will give you a free copy of that book so you can ask yourself the key question that you have never asked yourself, that most people never ask themselves, that will make all the difference in your success. Mirrorofmotivation.com. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work 
putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get to use those personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is your truth-telling assets. If you're going to tell the truth, you need some assets to do it. I'll explain what that means and what they are momentarily. But before we get into that, remind everybody, I send out a text message every single day that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. I call this the daily motivation. I also send one out every week called the Monday motivation. It does the same thing for your week. The way to get either of those messages is to be a member of my text community. It is free to join. All you got to do is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. Once you're a member of my texting community, then you'll be able to choose how often you want to receive messages from us. And we'll tell you your options as soon as you jump in. So just text us that number. Secondly, work on your game university. That is the only place that I do any coaching. If you would like to work with me directly, you want to have me as your direct coach. There is only one way to make that happen. And that is by being a member of work on your game university. There is no other way to work with me directly. And over there, work on your game university, let me tell you what we're doing over there. We are helping people take their games to the next level through our four part framework based on mindset, strategy, systems, and accountability. If you are a top 2% performer or you plan on being a top 2% performer in your space, that is through your mental game, through your strategies, through your systems, and or your accountability, or maybe a combination of all of the above, then what I would suggest that you do, if you know what I know, you will go to workonyourgameuniversity.com, schedule a time to get on a call with us. It is The call is free of charge. And we will talk about where you're at, where you want to go, what you feel might be blocking you or is in your way. Once we're clear on that, if we believe we can help you and that you'd be a good fit for what we're doing, we'll tell you exactly how it works and what the next steps will be from there. So go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Again, see what we're doing. We lay out what our whole program does. And then if it looks right for you, schedule a time to get on a call with us. Again, that link down below in the description. With that out of the way, get into this topic, your truth telling assets. Now, since I just told you about this concept of telling the truth, in uh, yesterday's masterclass, I told you my worst habit is the fact that I tell the truth. Maybe it won't become your worst habit, but if you would like to be able to tell the truth in life, today what I'm going to share with you are the assets you would need. These are things that will allow you to do the thing. These are assets in a financial sense are things that put money in your pocket, simply described, or something that just you make the situation better. That's an asset. An asset makes the situation better. So if you want to get better at telling the truth, I'm going to tell you what assets you'll need to be able to do it to the best of your ability. If you want to tell, again, more truth to the world and and if you want to tell more truth to yourself, because if you're not telling yourself the truth, then it makes it harder to tell the truth to anybody else. So let's get to it. Point number one topic, once again, is your truth telling assets. Number one, objectivity. You want to tell the truth. You got to learn to speak objectively. You got to learn to look at things in life objectively. Definition of objective is not influenced by personal feelings or opinions in considering and representing facts. Close quote. Let me say that definition again. Not influenced by personal feelings or opinions in considering and representing facts. Close quote. Here's the key to objectivity. Are you willing and able to tell someone who you like, maybe someone who is your friend, maybe someone who likes you? A harsh truth that may upset or dysregulate them, take them out of their zone. Are you willing to tell the truth to someone who you like and someone who likes you? Could you tell a friend the truth? Could you tell someone who 
you have a positive relationship with a truth that they need to hear. In other words, can you tell people what they need to hear rather than what they want to hear? Could you do this knowing that what you tell them might upset or dysregulate them? Do you have the capability of doing it? Uh, when's the last time you actually did it? These are all important questions. These are all questions that if you're going to use objectivity, uh, you got to have the right answers to these questions. You're going to be objective. You got to have the right answers to these questions. So can you do this? Are you able to see the truth for what it is, putting your feelings and emotions aside in the process? So many of us may be able to recognize truth if it was in front of us, but can we actually point it out and can we make our adjustments based on the fact that we've seen the truth? Because you could show someone the truth. Any of you ever been in a situation where you showed someone or told someone something that was a truth and they just found a way to conveniently ignore it? Has any of you ever seen a truth yourself in your own life, your own situations? And you found a way to conveniently ignore that truth because that truth would have disturbed you in such a way that you didn't want to be disturbed. So you just decided, you know what, I'm just going to act like that truth didn't happen. I'm going to act like I didn't see that. We all have done that at different times. This is also known as it's a form of rationalization where we come up with a rational idea that allows us to pack away something that may be a little bit too uncomfortable for us to deal with. So we just come up with a different story that makes it seem okay when it actually isn't okay. Uh, that's called rationalization. And I talked about that in episode number 2456, confronting your rational lies. That's how we break the word rationalize down into two words, rational lies that you tell yourself. And we all do this. So can you see the truth and put your feelings and emotions aside to really take a hard look at that truth? The truth is most human beings have a dog in nearly every race. What that means is People are usually emotionally invested in situations going a certain way or getting certain answers to certain questions. Most people are much more driven by their emotions than they are by their rational, logical thinking. Now, every human being has emotions and we all have rational, logical thinking, but most people lean hard in one direction over the other. And in my experience, I don't know a lot of people who are let me not say that. There, I do know a fair amount of people who are have a solid balance, but most of the people who I know, even people who I like, people who I trust, people who are friends of mine, people who I personally have affinity for, most people I know lean more towards emotion than they do towards logic. I'm the type of person who leans more towards logic than I do emotion, but that's just me. I'm not telling you that you need to be this way or that this way is better or worse than anybody else's way. What I found is most people lean more towards emotion because emotion is easier to communicate to someone's emotions and feelings than it is to communicate to their rational thinking and logic. It just takes less effort. And you can get someone's attention through triggering their emotions by telling a lie. It's harder to trigger somebody to action through logic, period, for any reason than it is to trigger someone through emotion. This is why most people lean towards emotion because it's easier to access and it's easier to influence. So on both ends, it's easier to go towards emotions. So what I do is actually a little bit harder than what most human beings even engage with. So when you have a dog in a race, the problem becomes that you are no longer objective about the situation. In other words, if you are emotionally invested in a situation turning out a certain way, then you're no longer objective because you want the situation to turn out the way that you want it to turn out. So if you're watching a sporting match and you want one team to win, then it's harder for you to objectively evaluate the game because you're pulling for one team 
over the other. Doesn't mean you can't objectively evaluate the game, but it's a little bit harder because you are pulling for a specific outcome. If you don't have a specific outcome in mind, then it doesn't matter who wins. Then it's easier for you to be objective about the situation because you don't even have to fight against the current of your emotions pulling one way and your logic pulling another way. So if you don't care who wins, for example, you watch from the sporting match, then you're eligible to be objective. You are eligible for objectivity. Doesn't mean you will be, but you're eligible. What I've always noticed and is becoming more prevalent today is that most people don't want to hear from someone who they know has a habit of being objective if they are emotionally engaged in a subject. So any subject that a person is emotionally engaged in, they usually only want to hear from others who are also emotionally engaged in the subject because they can exchange energies that way. So if someone is emotional about a topic and you come in with your logic about the topic, your logic probably won't go over too well with those emotional people because, again, emotion and logic tend to not mix well in certain situations. Let's just put it that way, the best way I can describe it, that emotion and logic don't really mix too well all the time. And the other thing is if someone's being objective about a situation, another person is being emotional. The emotional person knows that they might hear something that flies in the face of a lie that they have been telling themselves because a logical person can usually see through some nonsense or some bullshit much more easily than an emotional person. But when you're in an emotional state, it's hard for you to see through nonsense. It's harder to see through nonsense as you would than you would if you were in a logical state. So this is why it's important that the logical mind be activated when necessary, if and when necessary at different times. Question. Are you looking for a health and wellness upgrade that's as easy as sipping your morning coffee? Or if you're like me, you don't even drink coffee? Meet AG1, the superhero of all-in-one supplements. With just one scoop a day, you'll experience a powerhouse blend of 75 essential nutrients, vitamins, and minerals that will have you feeling like you can leap tall buildings in a single bound. You can feel like it though, you don't even have to try it. AG1 is your personal health sidekick, packed with prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes to support optimal gut health. Now, what exactly does all that mean? That means you can say goodbye to those pesky nutrient gaps that you have in your system right now. And you probably don't even know it and say hello to a vitality boost that will make you feel like you have superhuman strength. And this is all natural, clean stuff. But wait, there's more. When you take the leap and join the AG1 revolution right now, you'll unlock an incredible offer. You will enjoy a free one-year supply of vitamin D, which is a vital nutrient for a strong immune system and strong bones with your first order. Plus, you're going to receive five free AG1 travel packs, which are perfect for staying on top of your health routine wherever life takes you. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, you're tired of having to pack eight pills and nine different supplements every time you go somewhere or every time you wake up in the morning you got to take all these different pills you don't even know what they are you can't remember what's what you don't even know what the ingredients are on these things say goodbye to all of that and try ag1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free ag1 travel packs with your first order go to drinkag1.com work on your game that's drinkag1.com work on your game check it out and start your journey to a healthier happier you. Your body will thank you for joining the AG1 Super Squad. Moving on to point number two. Today's topic, once again, is your truth-telling assets. Number two, critical thinking. Definition of critical thinking is the objective analysis and evaluation of an issue in order to form a judgment. 
And we talked about critical thinking. I did a two part series on critical thinking in episodes, I believe it was 1827 and 1826. That is correct. Those are two episodes I did on the skill of critical thinking, how to be one and the habits of a critical thinker. In short, critical thinking is about always asking questions, never accepting anything at face value, being extra skeptical and wary when someone seems to be emotionally invested in a certain answer or outcome or perspective. Let me say again. In short, critical thinking is about always asking questions, never accepting anything at face value, and being extra skeptical and wary when someone seems to be emotionally invested in a certain answer or outcome or perspective. You have to be skeptical of this. Doesn't mean that you just don't believe anybody, but you have to be skeptical, which means you just ask questions and make sure you get to the bottom of anything that's being presented to you, never accept anything at face value. That's what a critical thinker does. One of the challenges of being a critical thinker is that you are always looking at things logically and rationally, while at the same time you are dealing with people who may be much more feeling based and much more emotional. Most people, again, as a general rule, most people tend to lean more towards their emotions than they do their logic and rational thinking. So when you're being a critical thinker, you're looking at things logically, whereas a lot of people you're dealing with are not. And that's what can make this a challenge. Emotions, as a general rule, as I said, are better selling points than logical and rational approaches. It's much easier to move someone to action through emotion than it is to move them to action through logic. Not impossible, but it's much more difficult with logic, easier with emotion. So when you're trying to talk to someone who is in an emotional state and you are being logical, that can be a challenge. It may be damn near impossible. This is the main reason why most people are not critical thinkers, because again, it's easier to access emotions and it's easier to defer to your emotions than it is to defer to your logic, because logic requires actual thinking and thinking is a job. Emotions don't require thinking. There's no job. You just allow your instincts to take over. You don't have to do any work. There's no mental work involved in just deferring to your emotions. This is why most people do it. So when you're thinking emotionally, this is the reason why people aren't critical thinkers. It's easier to get swept up in the emotion of an idea or a situation than it is to look at something logically and figure out what is actually going on. It's much harder to do it that way. To look at something logically and figure out what's actually going on, you got to actually think. You got to look at the situation. You got to assess what is in front of you. You have to do all these things when you're thinking logically. But when you're thinking emotionally, you need not do any of this. You just allow your emotions to sweep you up in, in the moment and whatever is happening, just go along with it. Emotion doesn't require thinking. Again, this is why people aren't critical thinkers. Right? When you're in an emotional state, you can just feel and act on your feelings and your instincts. Critical thinking requires thought, which is work. And most people are just too damn lazy to do mental work. That's the reason why they don't do it. So that mental laziness renders you, when you're mentally lazy, you are ineligible to tell truths because you can't see the situation for what it actually is. You only see it in the way that your emotions want you to see it, which means you may not be seeing the truth. You may stumble upon the truth by accident because wherever you're emotionally angled towards happens to be the truth, but you haven't found that truth in a logical, rational way. And the way that you know you know a truth in a logical, rational way is that you can look at both sides, and truth doesn't have a side, but you can look at both sides of a story and understand both sides. You could even argue both sides of a situation, but you know the truth, which is on neither side. It has its own position. The truth doesn't have a side. It's on neither side of a situation. And that's how you know you're thinking logically. When you can argue both sides, both perspectives, let's say, of people who are strongly on one side of a conversation, strongly on another side of a conversation, the truth is usually somewhere in the middle, not always directly in the middle. Sometimes it is strongly on the side of one person or one entity in a conversation or a situation. But 
When you are thinking logically, rationally, and critically, you can understand why people have the perspective that they have, even if their perspective is based on a complete falsehood. You know those days in your life when you don't really feel like being at work, you don't really feel like doing the job that you're required to do, but you have to do it anyway? Yeah, those days. We call those days the third day. Everyone has them no matter what it is that you do, and you need to, if you're going to be a professional, have a system for getting through those days because they're going to happen. I wrote a book called The Third Day, the decision that separates the pros from the amateurs that systematically and strategically coaches you on how to get through those days so you can give your best effort when you least feel like it. I will give you a free copy of the book. Again, it's called The Third Day. All you have to do is cover the shipping and go to thirddaybook.com. Again, that's thirddaybook.com. Get a free copy of that book, How to Separate Yourself, the Pro, from the Amateurs by showing up and giving your best effort when you least feel like it. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Moving on to point number three. Today's topic, once again, is your assets for telling the truth. You want to tell the truth, you must have these tools. Number three, the courage to be disliked. There's a book by this name that I suggest you read. It's called The Courage to Be Disliked. Look it up. It's easy to find. Are you willing to stand in front of a group who is looking for a certain answer and give them a different answer? <laughs> An answer that you know might piss them off or make them mad at you. Not just mad at the answer, but mad at you for being a messenger who delivered the answer. Are you willing to do that? Do you have the capability of doing this? Many people do not. So don't feel bad if your answer to this is no or if you're hesitating to answer the question. Another reason why people can't tell the truth is that most people would prefer to be liked, welcome, accepted, and thought favorably of by their peers, even if your peers are just temporary peers. Like you are on social media and you say something, you don't even know these people, may never meet them in your life, but they're your peers temporarily. So would you rather tell them something's going to make them applaud you or tell them something's going to make them mad at you and attack you in the comment section? Most people would rather say something that would make people applaud them or say nothing at all if they think what they could say may offend or cause a backlash from the people who they're talking to. And this is why most people are incapable of and ineligible for telling the truth. Because you are unwilling to say something that you know may upset some people or may cause some people to push back against you, even if you believe it to be true. This is a challenge. You can't be a truth teller if you're afraid to tell the truth when you know what the truth is, even if that truth may upset some people. So this is a question you got to ask yourself. And there's no right or wrong answer here. It doesn't make you a bad person if you're not this type of individual. Everyone doesn't need to be like this, but there needs to be some in every space. Now, while I do have some of this in me, the desire to be liked, welcomed, accepted and favored by peers, I have much less of this in me than most people. This is the reason why I can tell the truth, because I don't have this need to have people say you're good or happy about me or have positive feedback about me simply because I told them something that they wanted to hear. I'd rather tell you something that you need to hear, even if that means you dislike me or you have something negative to say about either what I told you or about me personally, just because I happen to tell you a truth. All right. I'd rather do that than tell you a lie that makes you feel good. That's just me. And it's the one reason why I do what I do for a living. I'm just not wired that way. I don't have a strong need to be accepted by a group, by an individual. And I don't need a bunch of people to have a favorable opinion of me based on me telling them what they want to hear. Because as I've already told you, by definition, most people are average. So I don't need most people average in my circle anyway, because all that's going to do is bring my average down. I'm not looking to have affinity with most people because most people ain't going anywhere anyway. So why do I need them in my circle? I don't. And I'm also just not wired that way. All right, I'm wired to tell people the truth, whatever it may be. 
And I personally get annoyed when I see somebody appeasing others by telling them nonsense and telling them bullshit. And I know that they know that they're lying and they rather tell people a lie that makes them feel good than the truth that will help them. I get annoyed when I see people doing that because I can tell when they're doing it because I can tell when someone's smart enough to know the truth, but then they're acting like they don't know the truth. So they kind of walk around the truth and bend it and lie just so they can appease an audience. Now, I understand someone doing it strategically. So I understand if you're running for governor or president, you might bend the truth a little bit. You tell people what they need to hear because you got to do that in order to play the game because otherwise you could never win an election. That's the reason why I can't be in politics because I would tell the truth too often. I wouldn't bend the truth often enough to actually win an election because I have too many people mad at me by telling them the truth. So that's why I couldn't be in politics. But I understand when someone who is in politics does this because they understand they have to do it. Otherwise, you can't win. So that's part of playing the game. But people who are doing it and they don't need to, you can play around with that word in this context. But some people feel like they need to because they got to do it for their job and they got to do it to get their paycheck. They got to do it to run their business the way that they're doing. It. They got to do it to keep certain people happy. And they feel that keeping that person happy isn't imperative in their lives. So need is a kind of a tricky word in this context. And it depends on you know, the lifestyle that you've chosen to live. So this, it could be a lot of pieces can go into this. But what I'll say in general is that when I notice someone pushing bullshit and there are people who are happily accepting it, I respond to what I see be creating material by creating material to show you how this is happening and why it's happening. All right, this person's saying some nonsense. I'm going to tell you why it's nonsense. All right, that's what I do. Again, that's why I occupy the space that I occupy in the marketplace. So with all that out the way, let's recap your truth telling assets. Number one, objectivity. Defined as not influenced by personal feelings or opinions and considering and representing facts. All right, key to objectivity is you got to be willing to tell someone you like something that may disrupt or dysregulate them because you know it's true, even if it may disrupt or dysregulate them. Again, if you want to be a truth teller, you got to be willing to do this. You don't have to do it every day, all day, but you have to be willing to do it. Number two, critical thinking. This is the objective analysis and evaluation of an issue in order to form a judgment. Short critical thing is about asking questions, never accepting anything at face value, being extra skeptical and wary when someone seems to be emotionally invested in an answer, outcome, or perspective. Critical thinkers always ask questions. They accept nothing at face value. Number three, courage to be disliked. That means you are okay with people not liking you simply because you told them a truth that you know to be true. And they just happen to be upset because they didn't want to hear that truth. And you're completely okay with them not liking you for telling the truth. The truth is the truth, regardless of where it comes from. Regardless of the source, regardless of who noticed it, who uncovered it, the truth is still the truth. And again, the truth does not have a side. All right, there is no side to a truth. There is no such thing as your truth or my truth. There is just one truth. All that out the way, folks. Make sure you're in my text community. My number is down below in the description, 305-384-6894. And work on your game university. If you want to get some truths about business, period, that you can apply to what you're doing so that you can truthfully have the life that you want, the business that you want, the career you want, and have everything working the way that it's supposed to. Come in to work on your game university. We have a four-part framework based around mindset, strategy, systems, and accountability. You have me as your coach, and we can work through everything you need to get in place, whether you're starting your business from scratch right now, or you already have something going. Let's get it where it needs to go in your personal side of life and the professional side. That's all at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre, all day. While you are here, don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions. You can share challenges with me. You are messaging me directly. You can get a direct response from me because I do read and reply to my messages. My number again, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Make sure you text me because you never know when I'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear, the one thing you need to do, the one insight you need to get that could change your life. Make sure you message me 305-384-6894. 
people often ask me, Dre, is there any way that I could work with you directly? Is there any way that I could talk to you on a regular basis? Just ask you questions, share with you what I'm doing and just get your feedback and your insight on where I'm going personally and professionally. The answer is yes. And the further answer is there's only one place to do that. That is work on your game university. That's the only place I do any coaching. It's the only place I work with anyone directly. All you have to do to get involved in the university is go to work on your game university.com. There you'll see all your options, whether you want to schedule a call with us, join one of our group programs, and we go from there. I'll see you inside. Again, that's work on your game university.com.